Greetings, my friends. Get ready for another episode of the Wow Factor podcast. I'm so glad you joined me today. This podcast exists to help you discover your God-given gifts and talents, break through self-doubts, and live in alignment with your true identity. I'm your host, Kay Cote. Join me as we adventure down your path of self-discovery. Podcasts are opening new doors for how information is presented and digested. The content is communicated directly to you, the listener, in a convenient and easy-to-consume way. Podcasts can create community amongst listeners and can be a great way to connect with others with similar interests as well as give you the opportunity to learn about a new topic or take in new information on something you're curious about. They open up doors to an infinite amount of information right at your fingertips. You can find podcasters that you resonate with, that you can learn from, and who spark your curiosity. Podcasts provide an ever-expanding amount of information to learn from. My passion for podcasting stems back to my childhood when I first started recording my radio shows, as I called them, on my cassette recorder. Little did I know that one day I'd have my very own podcast where I can share stories that both intrigue, educate, and engage with you, my listeners. On today's episode, I'm here to share a bit about myself and the roots of where my passion for storytelling began, along with giving you the inside scoop of what to expect to hear on future episodes of the Wow Factor podcast. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. I'm looking forward to sharing my story with you and hope you enjoy today's show. I am a North Dakota girl through and through, was born here on a, lived on a farm. You know, we stayed in the same farmhouse my whole upbringing. I I was in the same house. That is like rather rare, but all 18 years of my childhood were spent in the same house, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, I still go back to that house when I need to recharge and it's my home for forever. I grew up there and was a very curious child. I was always exploring and I loved watching the sunrises and sunsets and just seeing that I had no barriers in front of me. It was a beautiful thing and I grew up very free. And once I got into school, my life shifted a bit and I realized, you know, a lot of those freedoms were kind of taken away. And it was in those years that I kind of lost who I was a little bit. Went to college and gained a little bit of myself back, which was super cool. Kind of came into who I was, got involved in uh, different things, homecoming court, art club, student government. I was really active in my later college years. Studied abroad in Spain. I loved to travel and see the world travel and being in different cultures is a way to grow in your perspective and see how other people live. Traveling abroad to Spain really brought in my perspective on life and really opened a lot of doors for future travel. After my college career, I got a job in the industry of graphic design and really got accustomed to working as a designer. And shortly after, I opened my first freelance business and started taking on clients of my own. I went through a lot of life in my 20s, I should say. 
it was a very dynamic time with a lot of different experiences that really helped shape me to be the person I am today. All in all, I saw a lot of life in my 20s. And in my later 20s, I met my husband, my now husband, and he is from South Africa. Again, that travel bug got me when I when I met him and I didn't know where he was from another country at first and got to talking to him and heard this little hint of an accent and we were at a place with a live band at the time when we met and he had asked me to dance that's how we met it was really cute and he told me he was from South Africa and the first things I uttered out of my mouth were is it warm there Mind you, this was late September of 2015 and we were gearing up for winter and the 2014 winter was pretty rough and I was pretty bound determined to not be in North Dakota in winter that year and I, I got my wish. I flew out to South Africa three months after meeting him. I had to get that one approved with my dad. That was, uh, <laughs> that was fun, uh, you know big old farmer dad but he liked the South African he thought he was fun thought he was a good guy and and the my parents dropped me off at the airport and off I went on a 24-hour travel time to South Africa the plane ride from Atlanta was 17 hours long and when I landed my biggest concern was making sure that he was on the other side of that terminal And he was, and we spent three beautiful months in South Africa before coming back and making Fargo, North Dakota, our home. And since then, we've spent a lot of time in the community. We've developed different businesses. One was our t-shirt company called Dak & Co. And we had a blast just being involved, especially with our downtown community and, and just seeing how Fargo is thriving and seeing how the community is growing has really been motivating for us. Right before everything happened with the pandemic, about six months or so before the pandemic hit, I was offered a radio show. It was live radio. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and I was presented with, I had to produce, I had to do everything and... From there, I developed, I started developing what is now, you know, the Wow Factor podcast with Kay. And so that is a little bit, a little bit about me. One thing I firmly believe in is conversation is the catalyst to discovery. It brings me so much joy to discover and learn from somebody I'm talking to. That really started when I started traveling. And even before that, a little bit, you know, ever since I was even a kid, I grew up with My siblings were adults and out of the house by the time I was two, three years old. And so I, you know, I grew up with adult conversation. Um, I wasn't really babied. And I'm really glad it kind of formed a, a unique perspective on life at a young age. I believe that kind of going back to where you can learn and grow by com- like engaging in really good conversation or just learning from somebody even if it's just a quick encounter with someone that you met like in an elevator who you just strike up a good chat and you can grow you can learn and I learned a lot about that about those conversations living overseas and learning to navigate being in a culture 
I had a language barrier in and discovering that they <laughs> spoke, this was in South Africa, they spoke English, but they didn't speak it as their first language. So they were nervous to speak English. And I was like, no, I, I just need, I want someone to talk to. So one-on-one, -on -one, I would start to make friends with different community members in South Africa and just get to know them. And I think that's where it really started was it really sparked me to know that I could have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone and learn so much, learn about a whole new culture, to live in a place that's not familiar to me. It was incredible and it was very, <laughs> it was a lot to take in at the time, but it really helped me develop as a person and mature as a person as I grew. That option to learn from someone in conversation is huge. When I was a kid, I was fearless. I loved to entertain. I loved to make people smile, make people laugh. And I was always chatting. Gift of gab, they call it. I had a little gift of gab. I loved to chat. Once I got into school, my thoughts of freedom and life took a shift. As a young child, I felt these freedoms were in many ways taken from me. I was a creative, energetic kid, and when I got to school, I felt as though my parameters were boxed in and my creativity was really regimented. I was really confused and hurt, and when my creative energy was... It was kind of seen as unruly and uncooperative. Um, so as a five-year-old, I didn't know what to do with that response from people, teachers, other kids. I was told to color in the lines rather than create my own images. And I was always uh, encouraged to stick within the parameters of the project. There was one experience I vividly remember with a project in particular. I think of it as this kind of dreaded snowman project that I did. I think I was a, at the time I was either in first grade or second grade and we were told to cut construction paper into tiny squares and then form a snowman out of them. I really disliked it because I had to create kind of the same project everybody else was making and it was a very standardized art project that really didn't to me have a lot of creativity and being a kid with high energy levels especially creative energy it didn't really jive with me to have to do the repetition of cutting the squares and it took me what felt like forever to finish it <laughs> I even had to miss recess to get caught up on it uh, each snip of the scissor made me cringe and I felt like I was pointlessly gluing each piece of paper to uh to form the snowman and the project felt like it took an eternity uh, especially to my like around seven-year-old self you know along with projects like this i just kind of struggled fitting in in general um in the for example in sixth grade there were you know there were seven of us girls it was a really small school there were seven of us girls and at that time the popular girl band the spice girls we all know of them they were super popular and, you know, we would, you know, as, as young girls, we would want to mimic the Spice Girls and you can do the math. You know, there's seven girls in school and five Spice Girls, two girls are left out. So it was really painful at recess sometimes when the girls wanted to play Spice Girls 
And it was usually myself and one of my best friends who was cut from the game. And uh, it was even worse kind of when, like, say, one of the other girls was out from school, out sick or something. And then we would play Spice Girls and uh, I was the only one left out. And, you know, it was like those kind of things, though, they really thickened my skin at a young age. (laughs) It wasn't anything like it was just kids being kids, but it really challenged me at that time. And I felt really, really left out. But, uh, you know, during my high school career, my small school closed its doors right after my freshman year um, when I was at Willow. And part of me was sad to see it close, but another part of me was really excited to explore new opportunities that a new school maybe had to offer me. Uh, So I decided to attend Botano High for the remainder of my school years. And there I was able to make friends and find more interests to be a part of, such as being part of acting club, art club, choir, dance, guitar lessons, those kind of things. And You know, even though I wasn't considered still one of the popular kids and often still felt a little bit left out, I, uh, you know, after I got my driver's license, I was able to go to other towns in the area and spend time with friends in those towns. So I enjoyed my freedom. I I enjoyed the freedom I had to go to different places and meeting new people who were kind of outside the school walls. Uh, And I also had my first taste of travel while in high school. And I visited Mexico as part of uh, my high school Spanish club. So that kind of got my wheels turning in a different direction. After high school, I went to college at Minot State University here in North Dakota. And during that time, my college career, I started to gain a bit of myself back and continue to get involved with even more extracurricular activities I was a part of homecoming court, art club, student government, and in my later college years, I was very active and engaged in uh, campus community. I had the opportunity to study abroad. I studied architecture, art, humanities in Spain and Morocco over the summer, and it really sparked my interest in travel, culture, and meeting new people. It really, really was uh, influential in influencing the trajectory of my life and how much I love travel and culture. And I really enjoyed hands-on learning and taking in new experiences in new, in new places. And I graduated with a degree in graphic design and marketing and uh, emphasis on some sociology as well and continued down my explorative path in my 20s. In that time, I was uh, really started to embrace who I was and I used my traits and adventurous heart to try all sorts of new things and meet new people from all walks of life. One time I was sitting in a group of friends, <laughs> I was, uh, it was after a symphony, and a friend of mine who happened to be from France, she had asked me a question that kind of caught me off guard. She'd asked me if I knew I was the only U.S. citizen sitting at our table. And I looked around and I kind of smiled at her and I, was, uh, I wasn't really paying attention, I wasn't really aware of it, but I, and I looked around and I actually was the only U.S. citizen sitting at that table. And it just kind of reminded me that, uh, you know, we, I kind of laughed about it with her and told her, you know, I just really enjoy getting to know people from different walks of life. And I also, from my experience as a kid and a younger person, I knew the importance of inclusivity and being open-minded and getting to know others. And, you know, the truth is we, we've all maybe had some sort of experience being like the new kid, whether as a kid or even in our adult life, just being that new person who enters into a space or is a part of something can be really challenging, especially when we want to be liked. 
you know, most people just want to be loved and accepted. You know, that's kind of our goal or our, our, our need in life for the most of us. Even the most introverted of people, I think, have those feelings at one point. And I'm very much a person who really thrives on being loved and accepted. And, you know, the hidden blessing through this whole journey I went through is that it helped me really develop an open mind and a non-judgmental heart. And I found it really fascinating to be part of conversations with a wide variety of people and different cultures. And in our differences, the beauty is we found common ground in that, in our differences, and it really bonded us. So I continue to this day thinking that way, which is probably what led me to uh, marrying my my husband, who is actually a citizen from South Africa. And we were able to spend some time over there and visit his family very shortly after we met, which was really, really a cool experience. But kind of getting back to, you know, that young child uh, that, that wasn't popular in school, I ended up turning to my old recording it was like an old cassette player that had a record button and I started recording I called them my radio shows and I would bring my my friends either I was like Lacey or Amber or one of my friends I had as a kid would maybe make an appearance and we would talk about things like being bullied or dealing with you know, kids at school or, you know, even talking about the latest trends and toys or whatever it may be at the time. And I remember going on and just talking about things, even solo, I would just record audio. And I had no idea at the time really what I was doing. I didn't even know how I knew it was radio shows. But yeah, they were just my radio shows. And I must have, you know, listened to some as a kid or something. But I still to this day remember recording. I don't remember what I said. I kind of actually want to get the old thing out and see if it works and see if my mom still has the cassettes. I, I, I'm sure they're there somewhere. And I kind of want to dig in and listen to those because I do remember it was a release for me, you know, as a kid who I felt isolated a little bit when I was in school. And you know, when you're a kid, it's, it's hard it's really hard to be different or to be not like the rest. And it took me into my 30s to kind of realize that and that it's actually your wow factor that makes you different. And we should celebrate those differences and not condemn or, you know, not condemn ourselves or not, you know, put ourselves down, but really celebrate who we are and our uniqueness. Uh, So that is really where it all started was uh, that childhood. And I, I just always enjoyed performing and I've always enjoyed connecting with people throughout my years and whatever I was a part of whether it be singing at music camp or being in a school play or being in dance or teaching fitness or being you know whatever I was doing at the time I just loved to either entertain educate and connect with those around me. I had opportunities in the entertainment and media throughout my entire life I was in I remember my very first interview I was 11 and we had made a rainforest in our classroom that was on the local news and I wanted the interview I wanted the interview so bad and so I was interviewed 
and I loved it. I loved sharing about what we were doing and encouraging people. It was fun. And since then, I took any opportunity I could to either be interviewed or to, you know, be in a performance, you know, anything that came up, uh, local commercials for different advertisements, just different things along the way. And, you know, being featured on other podcasts, just being involved and being in that world was really exciting to me. So it naturally fit that this came about a few years later when I had been offered a radio show. And I'd never done live radio before, and it is its own beast. And I got into the studio. I was also producing, (laughs) saw the board kind of got a like rough and tumble here's the board this is what you do the soundboard yeah I had and I was like my show was it was 7 a.m on a Tuesday morning and it was called the business babe community connect that was really where it got started and from that you know after the pandemic hit I uh was just producing from home just content and sending it to the studio and then from there I was like why don't I just start a podcast? So I had pulled out of the studio and I rebranded to the Wow Factor podcast. And then it was very focused on health and wellness, holistic health and wellness. So I had a variety, vast variety of guests. And the common thread was, you know, just fitness wellness oriented. And then fast forward to today and it's very focused on a lot of the same, yet more focused on helping people discover what their wow factor, their God-given gifts and talents, and how to celebrate that and live a life that aligns with those gifts and talents. What the audience can expect from the wow factor, from the guests I have on, is the common thread between them, although you know their industries may be different, The common thread between them is their connection to their true identity and at this time in their life, you know, their gifts, talents, what they want to do, they're they're pursuing that, they're living that and they inspire me to live that way. I learn from every guest I have on and, and I'll learn from every guest that I will have on in the future. My goal with that is to share what they know and share their experiences to help inspire those who are listening in and I've got to say you know I live for what I learn every time I do an interview I live for that and I love to share that because it's a world where we need encouragement we need creativity we need to know that we're loved and accepted I really believe every person out there to some degree just wants to be loved and accepted. And my goal with this podcast is to share stories, as I am a storyteller, with my guests to not only entertain, but to encourage and to help them discover who they are. And just be, you know, if you're listening, say you're just getting ready for your day and you're just listening to the podcast and You catch yourself responding, oh yeah, I totally get that. Or you catch yourself responding something to something you hear on the podcast. 
almost like it's a conversation happening in your very house. That's what I want you to feel, that you're accepted and that you're encouraged and you are welcome in the space. And we accept you for who you are. I accept you for who you are. And it's a beautiful place to be. And just sharing those stories that the guests bring each week. The person I want to reach with this podcast is the person who's asking bigger questions and who wants to discover themselves, who wants something more, who's feeling maybe lost and is ready to take on something new or ready to just have someone to talk with pretty much. It's like, it's a conversation. It's a very conversational podcast, whether that be with me and a guest speaker or myself just speaking to you as the audience is my guest. I would like to reach people who are feeling a sense of loss and wanting more and wanting to discover and are ready to ask bigger questions and want to get the most out of life but don't really know how maybe and I want to be their friend and love them and meet them where they're at and hopefully inspire with the guests I bring on or even just a conversation you know just talking to the audience is my um, is my conversation that person who's ready to challenge their feeling of unfulfillment and they're ready to find fulfillment someone who's wants to discover or is on that route to discovering their passions their purpose they're asking the big questions about what is my purpose what is my passion when i know i'm on to something whether whatever the project may be i have a great human being that i live with <laughs> my husband who has this way of like if i have an idea i bring him a lot of ideas 98% of them are bad ideas. 1% of them I call my back pocket ideas, which are ideas that might come about one day. And then there's this this minuscule like 1% of my ideas that are worth at least trying to pursue. And when him and I align on that and he says, "Hun, this is an idea that I really like or this is an idea that can do something and grow." then then it's like we gotta go we gotta go for this so I have to give some credit to my husband who is a really huge impact on thank you all so much for tuning into today's episode I truly hope you received everything you need to continue on your journey of self-discovery stay connected with our online community at bewellwithwow.com We'll see you again next time.